0: hi
1: hi <laughs> how's it going pretty good i'm uh i'm laying in my van <laughs> listening listening to fireworks it's crazy it's crazy how constant they are
0: <laughs> where where are you in the world are you in the bay
1: i am i'm parked outside my mom's house in panol okay yeah and you are in wenatchee
0: I am. Yeah. And people love their fireworks.
1: They really do. Here uh, too yeah.
0: as well for, yeah.
1: Is it like kind of a constant noise there right now?
0: I, luckily, I think it just ended at least the main show. Um okay. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. I've been inside working on the podcast <laughs> for the last several hours with the headphones in. So um, I'm, oh, I'm being very okay. anti- uh, Patriot. I'm being very unpatriotic this evening on this July 4th.
1: You know what? I support that. Yeah, I support. I support you being unpatriotic. (laughs) Thank you. In the name of in the name of getting the people getting the people this episode in
0: the name of podcasting.
1: (laughs) And also, I don't know. I don't know how it feels to be a patriot these days. (laughs) I don't know if I I can really be that. I've, I've never really, I've never felt super patriotic, but these days it's, uh, yeah. I yeah. Mean, you're right. It is a mixed bag. It, it
0: brings, it brings unfortunate images to mind. Yeah. What's going on, man?
1: Um, I just got back from the mountains from, uh, a couple of days at a place called the Emeralds. Okay. Yeah,
0: is that the area that you've you've like bolted some stuff?
1: Yeah, exactly. So there are a few different little zones that you access all from the same parking lot. There's there's like the Yuba River is the sort of main feature of the area, and there are these big swimming holes with like some deep water soloing. There are there's like a sport climbing area with like tons of really high quality moderates and then there's a gorge basically this like kind of narrow steep canyon with um with a a bunch of steep terrain that i bolted like 10 routes at a few years ago
0: that's amazing is it in season right now
1: um it's a little warm. I mean, definitely like fall is better, but you can get decent days there in the middle of the summer if it's like breezy and a little bit cooler in temps. But this morning was like super hot and sweaty. Mm. Also, um, so I hadn't been there in three years and we walked in the gorge and the first thing that I noticed was that there were, there seemed to be quite a bit of seepage. Mm. And there was a lot of seepage three years ago, and it kind of like slowly, some of it slowly dried up throughout the summer three years ago, Um, but it seemed like there was a lot more today, and there was a lot of vegetation growing out of some of the like big features in a few of the routes that I bolted.
2: Okay.
1: And... Um, there was a massive rock scar from like fresh rock fall or not fresh, but like rock fall that happened since the last time I was there. Oh, wow. Yeah. The area is pretty sketchy, actually. Um, one whole sector like cleaved off and turned to rubble. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> honestly, like people probably just shouldn't climb there. <laughs> because there's a lake there's a lake above it and the water like seeps through the cliff like through and over the cliff Mm. and I think it I think it sort of widens the like cracks in the cliff and behind the cliff and then you know the cracks slowly expand over time although not like that much time clearly and then like parts of the wall just like fall off
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh my god
1: Which is something that I was thinking about quite a bit when I was bolting roots in there. But it didn't actually stop me from from bolting roots.
0: (laughs) Nice. There you go. (laughs) Sounds like an adventure. Is it granite?
1: It is. It's this really cool um, featured... Some of it feels almost like metamorphized granite. Um, It's really quite different from a lot of the other granite in Tahoe. It's not like... Mm. It's not like kind of rounded with like, there are cracks and stuff, but I don't know. It's hard to explain. It's a lot of like in cut holds and stuff.
2: Um, okay.
1: Um, yeah, really steep, really steep walls, but it's cool. It's a really cool area. It's, it's a shame that it's so sketchy and so <laughs> steepy.
0: <laughs> what did you do today?
1: <clears throat> um, I went in there with the intention of wrapping down. a a line on like the far 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 left part of the lower gorge where i had um bolted roots before but there was a panel um of rock that i had never like looked at before and it was kind of like one of the last obvious panels of rock um that looked climbable and I, we actually I didn't get around to doing that until like later on in the morning because a couple friends came with me and we ended up doing like a couple of the pitches that I had bolted before nice, but yeah, it was fun. We did this really nice five eleven and this thirteen a um or 13B or something. And then, but it was like, oh my God, it was so hot and smarmy. It was crazy how like slippery the rock was. It was, it was wild actually. And then I did eventually wrap down the thing. And um, I don't know, I was like, the sun was creeping and I was like, I'm just not going to like do, do work on this today. So Mm. I bailed after that. But yesterday I I did, I worked on this like deep water solo project and um, I was exceptionally tired from that today. Mm. so yeah
0: yeah that that thing you sent me a time lapse of Mm -hmm, exactly yeah that looks super cool
1: it's an amazing little climb um again it's it's a little bit of a shame that it's like potentially slightly dangerous but but yeah i might still i might still try it
0: yeah so what's what's the deal it's like it looked like a short maybe 30 foot granite overhang above like a lake or something
1: It's, it's on the Yuba river and it's kind of like above this big, like swimming hole type of, type of thing. And it's, yeah, it's like this big bulge and there's kind of a slab below it or like it starts above a slab and it would be fine, but there's kind of this like nose of rock that juts out, Mm. um, below, like below and to the left of the start of the climb and (laughs) Just kind of the way that the wall is facing at the very start of the climb, because you start in this off this horizontal crack that's probably already like 15 feet above the water, or maybe 20 feet above the water. So you're already you already have some height, but um, it's facing a little to the left, and the nose of rock is kind of there. And the mo- the crux, the hardest moves, you're like going to the right, and I'm just worried that if you like missed one of them, you'd get taken back to the left and mm. then, like land land on this little nose of rock. So yeah, a little bit frightening. And I feel like I'd want to have it like super dialed before I did it ropeless. But I don't know if there's actually any way to to have it feel super dialed because it's like V10, like bad hold v10 climbing. Mm. Yeah. But really cool line and fun to really fun to just adventure down there.
0: Yeah, I this is I have a question for you about this actually. I was you sent me that time lapse and I think I mentioned it at dinner. I was yeah, you know, I'm hanging out with my parents. I had dinner with my parents tonight. Mm-hmm. And uh my dad was like, Okay, so he's trying it on a rope? And I was like, Yeah, I think he's mini tractioning. And my dad's like, Okay, so why Would he then, if he succeeded on climbing it on mini traction or in a safe way, why would you go back and do it ropeless? And it's, this is such a common question with like free soloing or even with like lead climbing versus top roping. Like why exactly does it matter? And to me, it's like, well, obviously it matters. It's a difference. Like it'd be, it's a totally different challenge. It's this whole like psychological challenge. But I didn't know how to answer him. I'm like, I I don't know. I mean, I know that it matters and it's way cooler and whatever. And it's a challenge. (laughs) But I wonder if you can uh, articulate it better than I can.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess it is a little bit of like a silly, I don't know, arbitrary, like ego thing in a way. I mean, I think... I guess ideally the answer would be because it's more fun and maybe that is actually like part of the reason, but, but maybe that's the case because like overcoming fear and challenging yourself and um, maybe even like toying with danger or something is like fun to people like me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. um, but I think, you know, also if you, Started climbing when I did, and you, you know, developed the ethics that I have. Then, like, you know, you you want to climb stuff in the best style possible, and I don't know, maybe like, like I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not about to free solo El Cap, but like, <laughs> maybe I'll like climb a slightly sketchy, like deep water solo thing, um, if I can like dial it in on a rope enough. I don't know. It's it is funny though because <clears throat> like who's to say that, you know, a top rope ascent of some really hard highball or some small route isn't valid, you know? Mm-hmm. Like that is a really good question and it is it is kind of like just a rule that climbers made up at some point, you know, that it's not or whatever. But I don't know. It yeah. The question of why it's important is definitely a difficult one to answer. Yeah, I mean I y- guess beca- y- yeah, I guess because like you want to do something in the best style possible and because it's like, you know, feels more pure and badass and stuff.
2: Mhm.
0: I mean, you're right. It is basically unwritten into the rules of this game that we're all playing as climbers. Mm-hmm. Um but you've done a lot of pretty ho- pretty high relatively dangerous high balls. Is it like the mental mastery side is that a strong appeal for you? Cuz that cuz I kind of think... get that. I'm like there's something about that. Like there's consequence right now. I can't afford to mess it up and I have to stay calm and collected in this uh dangerous situation with consequence. Like there's something there's something um Natural or primal or appealing. I don't know. I, I don't know why.
1: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I love highballs. Like, highball bouldering is one of the coolest things in climbing that I've ever done, for sure. Um, and I, I feel like, I, I feel like bouldering in general just has like this sort of, Hint of danger, like every time I do it. Like I'm almost, unless I'm like super confident on the terrain, or it's like something where I can like really stand on my feet or whatever. I feel like there's always like kind of this mild fear when I go bouldering, but um, especially with high balls, I feel like the way that you have to approach them, you know, with preparation and with such calculation, um, it kind of forces this like presence of mind you know, it requires a certain presence of mind and, you know, I think like rising to the occasion and developing that presence of mind and then like going for it, you know, with all the concentration and focus and sometimes relaxation that you have is just like such a thrilling and And, I don't know, like amazing experience. Mm. And, uh, yeah, I think that like overcoming fear and or like addressing fear, not always overcoming it, but addressing it. And, you know, sort of questioning that story of like your mind, you know, thinking up worst case scenarios about everything um, is like just a really fun practice but yeah highball bouldering is it's so fun i think for that reason that just because it requires this focus that other types of climbing maybe don't
0: Mm. do you think you'll go back for this uh deep water solo thing in the fall when the conditions are better
1: I was actually thinking of going back on Wednesday. (laughs) (laughs)
2: There you go. Um,
1: It looks like the last kind of remotely cool day in the forecast. (laughs) But I actually did, after I looked at the forecast, I was like, am I just, am I being silly? Should I just like go back in September or something, October, and like do it when the conditions are actually good? But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think like... Yeah. The responsible thing to do would probably to be to just like not even try it, but <laughs> classically I'm not like the most responsible person so <laughs> We'll see. I'll let you know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Godspeed. Thank you. <laughs> um how's the training going?
0: Uh it's good. I actually I kind of got my ass kicked today. Um, for the most part, my sessions have been going really good, and I've been making steady progress every time, and feeling really strong. So uh, yes. overall, really good. This week is supposed to be a deload week, and I think um, kind of the overload of the last week and maybe the week before have really have caught up, and I feel kind of I, I feel like I'm kind of wrecked this week. So it's a good thing that it's a deload. But yeah, I just felt kind of heavier on the wall today and mm. um, climbed okay, tried to make the best of it, but yeah, it, it wasn't a, a super strong day, but yeah, that's okay. Um, I always forget too, you know, when I haven't done a training block like this in a while, I kind of forget that those ebbs and flows are just part of the thing, you know? Like some right. days you feel right. strong and some sessions you just feel tired and heavy and you can't do the things you did last time, and that's just that's just how it goes.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess if you are trying to do the same sort of, like, training protocols almost every day, then you really do notice, like, mm-hmm. when, right? Because if you're just going to the gym and, like, you know, climbing boulders or something, then it's a little bit harder to gauge, like, how strong you actually feel. Exactly. Like. If you're, like, doing weighted hangs or, you know, lifting weights or something, it's, like, a bit easier to tell.
0: Yeah, or, like, what I'm doing is just, like, circuiting climbs on a spray wall, basically. Okay. And doing, like, a—I did, like, a strength bouldering workout tonight, so just uh, did a lot of different climbs, and a lot of them I had, I think all of them I had either done before or at least tried before. And yeah, they, they all just felt harder.
1: <laughs> Do you feel like in general, though, you're making gains or?
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. It's
1: nice.
0: Yeah, that part of it's been really cool, actually, because I haven't climbed on a board in a long time.
1: Nice.
0: And uh, at least not consistently.
2: <clears throat> and
0: I. Kind of felt like I got those newbie gains again. It was super fun. Mm-hmm. Like the first couple of weeks, I was just kind of remembering how to climb at that angle and mm-hmm. jump around and, you know, jump to holds and stuff. And I, I felt like my fingers kind of uh, woke up a little bit after sport climbing for a couple months. And
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, I just made like really big progress in the first few sessions. And it's it's it becomes addicting when you see that progress, you know?
1: Yeah, for um, sure.
0: So, yeah, it's been really fun. I've been enjoying it. I think it's going to help me out, uh, for the rest of the year.
1: Nice. Awesome. Yeah. I bet it will. Um, I had a question I wanted to ask you. Okay. How's the breathing going?
0: (laughs) Um, it's going really well. Nice. Yeah. It's, it's, it's funny. Of course, uh, of course you wouldn't know this, but I, I am working on this Q&A rep- episode right now, and I just recorded it. And uh, I got a question about how to focus for like a hard on-site attempt or a hard red point try. And that's what I, that was what I talked about because that's been really helpful for me. I've, I've really noticed that um, just breathing really deeply and, and kind of creating space and taking time to do that for a few minutes before I try a boulder or before I try a route, or even when I'm training in the gym, it not only helps me focus and helps me bring the right kind of intention to my effort, but it kind of sets the vibe for like the whole, uh, the whole scene, you know, like if there's other people there, if there's other people training with me at the gym, or uh, if you're, you know, belay partner and you were just joking around, it, it just sends this message that's not rude at all. It just kind of sends this message of like, all right, it's game time, you know? Mm -hmm. so i really like it for that reason but um i really notice it on the spray wall you know on something on a bouldering style that's that short and intense It, it really makes the difference of like like i guess if i don't do that i have to do a try where i'm not taking it seriously enough and then i screw up somehow or don't try hard enough on a move and i fall and then it's the next try then i get serious but if i go into it or, or just keep this like breathing going between my tries throughout a session, I feel mm-hmm. like I'm ready to like go the second I pull off the wall um, mm-hmm. on those first efforts. So yeah, it's, it's helping. Nice. Yeah.
1: Awesome. I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah. Do I you, don't, do you feel like, oh, okay. Yeah. Go ahead.
0: Uh, yeah. You go.
1: I was going to ask if you like, If you've noticed anything or like, I guess I wanted to know like what your routine around breathing is, like what it looks like for you now, Mm. or if you, if you have one or if it's just like, take some deep breaths and then go, or if it's like, take some deep breaths and maybe like do a little stretch or like, you know, if you set a timer, if you do any like square breathing or anything like that yeah
0: it's not it's a pretty loose routine right now um
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah it's interesting i think i think i'll probably work on that more as i go back into sport climbing this mm-hmm. fall um you know like rem- I, I remember watching you in rifle and just how long you took with your shoes on before you pulled on the wall and uh I don't always do that in the gym, you know, <laughs> like in the gym, it's usually like I, I sit down in front of the fan with my shoes on and chalk up and just like hold my hands in front of the fan and breathe really deeply. And I just feel myself cool off. I feel my skin cool off. I feel myself get more focused and kind of, I try to tap into that, like just aggression, I guess, you know,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like it's like, let's do this. Okay. Game on that sort of thing. Nice. Yeah.
1: Maybe I need to tap into the aggression more often. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it depends, right? I mean, it's appropriate on a spray wall, but not on yeah. a route necessarily.
1: Keenan said when he sent empath, cause we were all kind of like falling up, you know, between the second to last bolt and the anchor. And he said that the time that he sent it, he was like, Screw efficiency. Screw trying to like stay calm and like shake my way up it. I'm just gonna like get super aggro, hmm. and like scream. And that's what he did. And then he like sent.
0: That is fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> it just totally. raged up the whole thing.
1: I think I think like from the last rest to the top.
0: The, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm like you. I think that's that's not my default. I think I'm better at um tapping into that with boulders, but I think I have a hard time dropping the hammer like that on a route especially.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, same. Bouldering though gets it so frustrating that oftentimes I can get angry. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm really glad to hear that, you know, you've been practicing with it and that you've you've carried it with you all these many months since we since I I told you that since I suggested that's something that you should work on.
0: Yeah, man, I I still. Yeah, I mean, I, I really appreciate the tip and it really has been helpful. And and again, it's not I don't even know if I've noticed it so much uh, physically. It's way more. And it's interesting, I think in the past, when I had less going on in my life, when my life, uh, you know, my life in Bend was pretty simple. I just had a job that I didn't really have to put a ton of thought into, especially outside of work. Like when I was not at work, I was never thinking about that job. Mm -hmm. I could really focus on climbing and I had very little else going on in my life. I think I lived in this like perpetual state of like more focus and drive towards climbing. It was kind of all I was thinking about and these days i'm way more scattered my brain has a lot more going on in it i'm keeping track of a lot more things i've got a lot more projects that i'm working on you know outside of climbing and that's amazing but um i think the breathing what it's helped with most is just bringing me back to like this is what you're doing right now
2: Mm -hmm. this is
0: this is the thing that matters this is what is right in front of you this is what matters you're going to pull on this route anyway so make this effort count you know like it's really helped me just clear my mind in that way and become present for the climbing that i'm about to do yeah
1: nice amazing yeah jasmine says hi by the way
0: <laughs> hi jasmine
1: <laughs> <laughs> she's not here she's she's in berkeley but okay um, yeah she says she's actually sick but she's gonna do karaoke anyway karaoke mm-hmm. nice it's her last night at the co-op
0: okay is that a thing that they yeah. do
1: it's a thing that she does nice yeah
0: man yeah. karaoke i haven't done karaoke in a long time i had this great routine for a while like this weekly ritual where this is like way back in my college days we'd go to equinox and climb and i think it was like every friday night there was this dive bar in cedro Wooly in the middle of nowhere that would do karaoke and wow. these locals were really good and they took it very seriously like they all had a song prepared and they wore they like dressed up for it and wore relevant outfits and just killed it and then wow. we'd all walk in there, like covered in chalk and like rock dust, and be dirty and stuff, and just have a great old time. It was so much fun.
1: Dude, that sounds amazing. <laughs>
0: this <is> so fun.
1: <laughs> what's your go-to karaoke song? Actually, this is the question that I wanted to ask you. <laughs> what What's your go-to karaoke song? I
0: God, I don't. I don't know. I don't have a clear one that comes to mind like the the best memory I have of doing karaoke was singing Desperado by the Eagles with my friend Earl <laughs> and passing the mic back and phone. I think we were holding the mic between us and singing harmony, and it was incredible. so uh that's all I got i If I were to go do karaoke tomorrow, I would have to put a lot of thought into what song I wanted to sing
1: does
0: anything come to mind mm. TBD I'll get back to you yeah Yeah. Okay. I mean songs come to mind that like no one would know you know what I mean like what I've been listening to lately is not necessarily like the fun karaoke stuff because it's like modern R&B and stuff like that like no one would know any of it and you kind of need like a classic song I feel like for karaoke
1: Yeah. yeah yeah Something that people can sing along to.
0: Yeah, maybe something by the Beatles. Nice. Done a lot of singing to the Beatles in my day.
1: Nice. <clears throat> well, I'm sure you. I'm sure you'd knock it out of the park, bro.
0: <laughs> Have you done karaoke?
1: <laughs> we when um, we did we did a little bit of karaoke after Jasmine's graduation celebration at her sister's house and i sung otis redding sitting by the dock of the Mm. bay.
0: oh that's a classic Mm -hmm. nice
1: and it's funny because i love that song and i love singing that song to myself like in my car or something but singing it out loud to other people it felt like a very different experience. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I don't actually sound like Otis Redding." <laughs> Check that out.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's nothing quite like singing in front of people. That's a vulnerable experience.
1: For me, it's dancing. I'm I'm a pretty shy dancer. Okay. Yeah.
0: I'm a little bit surprised by that, actually.
1: I know. I,
0: You're so gregarious.
1: <laughs> I know. Dancing is just, it's so, I don't know. It's like so free and unencumbered. And I'm actually, I don't know if I'm, if I'm those things mm. as much as people think.
2: Mm. Or I've
0: something, always,
1: I don't know. <laughs>
0: I've always wanted to take like hip hop dance lessons. That's like a big life bucket list thing
1: totally be so cool to be able to like, yeah.
0: Like do anything. Just do something mm-hmm. cool. Yeah.
1: mm-hmm I got a tip once from a kid who I met who was really good and he said you, you pose on the downbeat or something. I don't know.
0: <laughs> what I don't does know. that mean?
1: I don't know. You just like strike a pose on every downbeat.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Alright. It's not much but I'll try it. <laughs> Not much to go off of.
1: It's a starting point. <laughs> it's funny that we're both in our vans right now. <laughs> Outside of our parents' house, houses.
0: That part is funny. <laughs>
1: what does that say about
0: <laughs> Yeah, the truth. The truth. We, we, we feel like we've made it. life (laughs) dreams but we actually just park in our parents driveways
1: (laughs) is your parents driveway flat
0: uh no it is not flat but luckily the neighbor's driveway next to my parents house is very large and very flat and she's a very sweet lady that lets me park there
1: okay have you been sleeping in your rig
0: no it's been like 90 degrees at night okay yeah wow that's crazy yeah it's it's yeah um, okay. I might be exaggerating, but but only by like ten degrees. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, eighty I've,
1: is still 80 is still quite warm.
0: It's pretty. It's it it'd be impossible to get any sleep. I think so. Yeah, I've been sleeping in the house, and uh, yeah, it's working out
1: good. Thanks for thanks for chatting.
0: Yeah,
1: it was fun to catch up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Actually. I yeah. know it was cool to hear about your uh your mission. Let me know how Wednesday goes.
1: Thank you. I I will and uh yeah, even if I go somewhere else, I'll let you know what what happens. Awesome. Yeah. We actually left two sparkling waters in the pool down there, like in a little in a little pool, <laughs> a little eddy. And that might be that might be reason to go back. So, we don't live. <laughs>
0: So you don't litter. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's hilarious. They'll be super cold by the time you get there.
1: Oh, yeah. They're going to be the exact same temperature as the water.
0: True. All right, man.
1: Happy 4th.
0: Thank you. You too. Thanks. Enjoy your night. I'll talk to you soon.
1: Sounds good, dude. All right. Good luck. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> Bye.